You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And today I have just, I just have to start with a great big thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in every week. And of course, thank you for sharing the episodes and giving me feedback. I want to tell you about something that happened today. So I was on my computer, minding my own business and scrolling through the Apple Podcasts Bermuda section. And I was looking through the charts and I scrolled down and I saw that the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast was number one on Apple Podcasts Bermuda in the Christian section and in the religion and spirituality section. And I was like, Ooh, praise God, because I am so overjoyed with what he has done with this podcast. But not only did I see that the podcast was trending at number one, girl, I went a little further down and looked at the list of the top episodes in the religion and spirituality section. And guess what? Out of the top 10 episodes, five of those episodes were from the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. Can you... Can you even believe that? I I cannot fathom that, that I can go and look at the podcast charts and see that out of the top 10 episodes, half of them came from the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And that is not because of me. That is because of God. And that is because of you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And a special shout out to my home audience, my Bermudians, who are obviously listening obviously sharing and you know what you're keeping the momentum going you're you're sharing the podcast with people who need it who haven't heard it before with your friends and your family I get new dms weekly sometimes daily from people who have just tuned into the podcast and they're telling me what they love and they're telling me how they've learned and they're telling me that they've either binge listened to a bunch of episodes or they've just been listening to the same episode over and over again because it's speaking to them so again thank you all for tuning in Thank you all for listening. All right, so on this week's episode, we are going to hop in and talk about prayer. Prayer is so important. And I did a Bible study for the women on my Created for More course that I thought would be so impactful and so helpful for you at this time that I wanted to share it with you. So grab your pen and paper Take notes and let's get started. Let's talk about prayer. We're going to cover the topic of praying again because there is power in praying. And the Bible says that we should pray without ceasing. It also tells us that, you know, prayer is our connection to God. Prayer is what's going to give us peace. Prayer is what's going to rid of rid us of any anxiety. Prayer is what's going to strengthen our spirit man as well as our physical man. Constantly communicating with God is what is going to make an impact 
in our lives, especially in this day and time where everybody seems to be, for lack of a better word, freaking out. Just day in and day out, everybody's running and, 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 and acting like they don't have sense that the good Lord has given them. So we want to make sure that we're in tune with God. Yes, we're being smart about it, but we're still remembering that God has not given us the spirit of fear. That's not one of the gifts from the Lord. So we need to make sure that we are praying and using and exercise our spirit of peace that he's given us in this time. So we're talking about the power of prayer. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, and this is taken from the Eastern Standard Version, says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And I just like that. I love that because pray without ceasing is, some people are like, well, how do you pray without ceasing? You should always be talking to God. You know that running commentary that you have going on in your head when you are just with your thoughts? That's what I'm talking about. While your thoughts are going, you at that time can be talking to God about whatever is going on in front of you. Even let's say, for example, there's a situation that's going on in front of you and you feel yourself either getting anxious or nervous or you feel like somebody is attacking you. In that moment when the person is talking to you any sort of way, you can start praying inside of you. You can start praying in your spirit to counteract any attacks from the enemy. So rejoice always, which is great, and give thanks in all circumstances. You can give thanks in the circumstances we are currently in. Yes, the world looks like it's not, gonna, it's not going great right now. It looks like a final episode of Grey's Anatomy or something is going on. That's what it looks like. But it doesn't mean that that's what it's going to be for us as God's children. So we have to give thanks even in these circumstances. We can use our time praying for ourselves, praying for protection of our family and friends. But also we can pray for protection. We can pray for those people who are down and out right now, who have family members who are experiencing this. We can get on our post and start praying. So here are some ways that I wanted to give you to help you pray without ceasing. The first thing I want to say is begin with gratitude. Psalms 104 says, enter in his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So in other words, start by telling God what you're thankful for. Before you even get into asking God for anything, you should make sure that you have been spending time worshiping and thanking him for who he is. Prayer is not you walk to the door of God and he's saying, hi, how can I help you? And you just start giving him a list of things you need help with. Spend some time thanking him for all that he's done for keeping you, for waking you up in the morning, for allowing your limbs to move, for allowing you to see, for allowing you to have a job or some, or, you know, finances, whatever it is, there's always something you can be thankful for. So prayer doesn't have to be asking for something. It can simply be thanking him for, from your heart for what he's already done. There has been many a Sundays that I've gone to the altar literally just to thank God. And I would be up there for quite some times and it looks like I am in need of prayer, but I'm just thanking God because I'm so overwhelmed with how good he is to me and everything he's done for me and how he keeps covering me that 
I'm just up there thanking him. Somebody will come up and say, do you need prayer? I'm like, no, I'm just talking to God. We're just in here. I'm thanking him. I'm just enjoying being in his presence because we have to spend more time praising him and thanking him and listening to him than we need to do asking him for things. So I want you also to get real when you're praying. I know when I talk to a lot of people, they think prayer has to be some sort of stiff, our most holy and mighty God, we beseech ye, like you're praying um, in the King James Version. That's, that's not necessary. I mean, if you want to pray in the King James Version, that is fine. The Lord still hears you in any version you want to pray. But sometimes if that's not your normal way of speaking, you start to get bored and you're unable to pray for an extended period of time. And I don't want you to be accustomed to short prayers. I want you to be accustomed to an arrange of different types of prayers, whether you're spending hours with God or minutes with God, whatever the time calls for, but you should not be always spending 30 seconds here or 30 seconds there. You have to carve out time for God. Remember, we have to be good stewards over everything God has given us. And if we think about it, I remember Pastor Mike said this maybe two weeks ago. He said he was talking about tithing and he said, but God said to give back 10% of everything that we have. And if God has given us time, are we giving him 10% of our day? And that really hit me hard. I was like, "Woo." Okay, what's 10% of my day? 2.4 hours. Am I spending 2.4 hours with the Lord? Nope. How do I make this a possibility? This is where this comes in. Not a possibility, an actuality. This is where this comes in. Praying sure that you're praying without ceasing. You're always talking to him. You're worshiping him. And you're spending more time with God than you are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, or anything else, because that is your most relationship, most important relationship. How you are in your relationship with God will dictate your relationship with other people. So you want to make sure that you get this relationship really right when you're talking to God. And remember, prayer is simply a conversation. You can talk to God the same way you would talk to your friend. You can sit down and have a cup of coffee and let the words pour out. Or you can write journal, write in a journal, write letters to God. That's one uh, another thing that I like to do. In the evenings, I sit with God and I write a letter to him about my day, thanking him, asking him. And then I just sit and be quiet and listen for, to for a response. Because like I said, prayer is a conversation and nobody likes to be in a one-sided conversation. So I'm sure God doesn't want to be in a one-sided conversation with us. He wants to talk back to us. So we have to make sure that we are giving him the opportunity to talk to us. And I'll talk about that some more. So just be real, express your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions with him. Remember, he already knows what you're going through. So you're telling him things he already knows, but you are just expressing. It doesn't have to be something that is overwhelming. You were just talking to God like you would talk to, to a friend. I talk to God like I talk to a friend all the time. And me, me, and, me, and, me and God is cool. So that's the relationship I want you guys to have. So I want another way to, to help you is to incorporate prayer into everyday activities. Let your everyday tasks become acts of worship by turning them into to prayer. So let's say you're cleaning or you're doing the laundry. You can spend time praying for each member of your family while you're doing those things. If you're working out, you can start praying for your health and the health of those people around you. Even random people in the gym, you can just start praying for. When you're eating your lunch, 
Pray for those who don't have food at this time. And before you relax, you can pray for peace for others while you're enjoying the God-given peace that you have. You can pray at all times, doing any activity. You can be praying and talking to God. So praying without ceasing becomes easier when you think of all the the normal day-to-day tasks you're doing, even walking to and from meetings or walking out to get your lunch. You can spend time talking to God then too. There is no time where you can't talk to God. Anywhere, anytime, he's ready and willing to listen to you. I remember before when I'm a person who loves bubble baths, and that would be my time with God. I set my bubble bath, and I'll sit there for about 40 minutes, and I'll talk to God. So I incorporate prayer with whatever I'm doing, and I want to encourage you guys to do the same thing. Another thing you can do is sing a song of praise. James 5.13 says, Is anyone among you in trouble? let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing a song of praise. So often we think of prayer as what we do when we need God to fix something or when we're unhappy, but the Bible encourages us to pray at all times. So a way to help you do this is to also listen to worship music. And as you sing along, offer the words that you're singing to God as your prayer. I have, I don't know about you guys, but I have a mighty worship playlist that I listen to all day in my office. Because what that does is set a peaceful tone for anybody who walks through my door. Nobody walks in my door with mess because the worship music is on to set the tone. You can't come in someone's office angry if all you hear is Jesus being talked. Whether you believe in Jesus or not, you, your spirit naturally has to humble itself to the presence of God. So think about that where where and when you play your worship music or when you're singing. Sometimes I have closed my door and had a full-on worship praise session while nobody's watching because my spirit needed that in that time. So wherever you are, even when you're walking, put your headphones in or in your if you're in your car, you can pray, you can worship, you can sing a good song, and it doesn't matter if your voice isn't the greatest. You can be like me and sing anyway. It's all right. The Lord loves to hear your joyful noise. The next thing I want you to do is make sure that you're repenting when you mess up. And just, you know, admit it. We mess up daily. There's not a day that goes by that we have not sinned or fall short of the glory of God. So we have to come to him and repent and confess our sins. When we confess, God forgives us. So we don't need to dwell there. We don't need to stay in the fact that we've made a mistake, but we need to go to him and repent. That's in itself another reason to praise him. Acts 319 says, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. That time of refreshing may come from the Lord. So an example of a prayer that I liked for repentance is this one. Dear Lord, thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for not abandoning us to our mistakes, but for reaching out instead of bringing us home. Help convict me of sin and help me accept your mercy without shame. Thank you for the love you have poured out for me and all of your children. Help me live out of that love today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So that's an example. But you can go to God and say, you know, Lord, forgive me of the sins that I've committed today. Whether it's maybe you gossiped, maybe in your heart you had a negative thought attached to somebody else. Whatever it is. Go before God and say, look, God, I'm sorry. Please help me. I've sinned. Please help me. He will help you. 
He is spending this time making and molding you and turning your heart of stone into a heart of flesh. And it comes with practice. So sometimes we fail and test and trials because tests get you your testimony. So when you fail the test, repent. And when the test comes again, don't fail it the next time because you know better and you will do better. Again, stop worrying. Anything else that's bothering you, what the economy is going to look like, whether or not you're going to have a job, whatever it is, stop worrying. Again, Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So we're not meant to worry. We were not created to worry. And when we worry, we just waste time. That's it. That's all we're doing. We're wasting time. Next time something is weighing heavy on your heart, I want you to envision yourself giving it up to God and letting him hold it for you. Ask him what your role is and if there's something you need to do. If so, do it. If his response is be still, then be still. But don't take back the weight of whatever you were worrying about. And then start thanking God for who he is and what he has already done because you are already victorious with whatever it is that is causing you to worry. Feel the weight lifting off your shoulders as the word comes. So in times of worry, remember Philippians 4, 6 and start thanking God for all that he has done. In that. And then, like I was saying before, I want you to stop talking and just listen. This is not a one-sided conversation. Matthew 6, 7 says, and when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. It's not about the quantity of words you use in your prayer, but it's about the quality of your word. Remember, your time in prayer is not about you. This is not for you. This is for God, right? So allow yourself to be in his presence. Trust that he is your constant companion. Don't monopolize the dialogue. Don't be the one talking, 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 and not listening. But spend some time just being, simply sitting and resting in his presence. And keep in mind that the best conversations are two-sided, but you won't hear anything if you don't stop to listen. So try and make that a habit. You pray no matter how long or short the prayer is. You pray and you get accustomed to waiting for God to answer you. Don't just pray and run out the door. Pray and and just take a moment to meditate and listen for God. Let him answer you. Let him do some work on you in that time. So start praying now all the time. And when you're walking, when you're leaving this conversation, whatever you're doing tonight, making dinner, eating, start praying now. Remember, prayer is a part of your power that you have, that innate power that God has given you. So plug back into the source, plug back into him by praying. So I've also put up here some books that I really like that will help you. If you want to go deeper in your prayer life, um, these books are absolutely amazing. The Purpose and Power of Prayer by Miles Monroe is awesome. Um, Fervent, a good book. She teaches you how to pray, write your prayers down, make sure they're in line. Dr. Cindy Trim is excellent at prayer. She's a general in the spirit and designed to pray, creative ways to engage with God. Like I said, you can be journaling. You can, people paint in their time with God. So there's so many other ways you can pray. It does not just need to be you with your hands clasped speaking to the Lord. You can pray in multiple ways. So that is what I wanted to encourage you guys with 
this week, no matter what is going on, what is happening around the world, what is popping up, that you can pray without ceasing, that you can pray at all times, that God, he yearns to hear your voice. He yearns for you to be in his presence, but he's not going to chase after you. So don't wait until it's the last minute and everything's going horribly wrong that you come and seek the Father for guidance, for instructions, for peace, for his presence. Start your day off, preemptively pray. Start your day with saying, you know, God sent angels before me, sent angels to war ahead of me, to guide my path. Speak peace, pray peace, pray strategy in your life before you even walk out the door so that when things start to shake a little, you're already built up in your prayer. You have that overflow of, of, of what you had in your prayer time to walk throughout the day. So I wanted to remind you guys, pray without ceasing, pray for the world at the current moment, pray for your friends and family, just pray because that is what is going to make you so, so, so much stronger in what you're doing in your prayer life. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slate podcast. Reminder, just keep praying. And if you want more tips on prayer, or maybe you just want to talk about it some more, be sure to get in contact with me. DM me at either Shantae Sapphire or at Pray, Plan, Slay podcast on Instagram. So without any further ado, let's just finish up with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you worshiping you and thanking you, lifting your name on the high, praising you because you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Father, we ask that you help us in this time. Help us to develop a life of prayer. Help us to pray without ceasing, God. Allow us to get used to praying and speaking with you on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, so that we can always be in tune with you, in tune with what you are saying. I pray that all of those people under my voice listening to this episode will become more fired up and consistent in their prayer life. They will show up and pray. They will not see it as a burden, but they would see it as something they are joy to do, as an expectation from you, as something they are so excited to do, to get in your presence, to get in your word, to worship with you, to pray with you, and to talk with you. Father God, I pray that you cover us under the blood, sing your angels before us to protect us from dangers seen and unseen and keep us safe until we meet again. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.